0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin. I'm talking with Trayvon Griffin. He performs as Trey G. He's a multi-platform artist and performer, but we'll let him talk more about that. Um, Trey, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
0: thrilled to have you on the line. Thanks a lot. Uh, So you you have a tendency to give your musical projects a very succinct and significant name, right? When, When you came back to St. Louis after college, you put out an EP called, I'm Back. Uh, yeah, yeah. you have a new EP out now, it's called As I Am. Um, tell me about what's behind that
1: title. Um, I think for a long time I tried to create music that I kind of like grew up on or that I think I expected people, what they wanted from me, um, but I decided that it was time to basically just tell my own truth, my own story, and for me to just accept, first of all, myself as I am and that hopefully everybody else would do the same. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the, uh, the momentum behind that project. Um, I'm excited with what it came out and how everybody uh, received it.
0: Would you say that in the past you had gotten in the habit of regulating your sound or your presentation or your message to make it something that other people would find easier to approach? People that didn't, people who don't share your experiences, perhaps?
1: Definitely. Um, I definitely find myself, um, you know, tailoring it to a certain demographic or, yeah, just what I had seen, to be honest, for the type of artist that I am and that I want to achieve, I really haven't seen a a nice blueprint of kind of like what that looks like. So it's almost like I haven't had that representation of even what it means to be um, a queer artist. So I think that it was just important in general to just start that representation in some form. Mm. Well, why don't we um why
0: do we listen to something from As I Am? Um, cool. So we see what we're talking about. This track is called Next to You.
2: Cuz I wasn't looking for you love. Now you've taken over my mind. And now I can't stop thinking about your touch. Now no matter how hard I try, I just can't seem to find it. So I hope you feel the same way, and you make me feel so alive, and you got my plane so igniting, so tell me if you feel the same way,
0: now I can't see... And, and Trey, part of doing this over the phone is you don't see me dancing around the studio here. Um, <laughs> but that that is what's going on. Um, so I, I was watching, speaking of that, I was watching the video for Next To You, and watching yeah. you perform the, the choreography by Caleb Thomas. And I, I can definitely picture you dancing on stage in a musical, and that's something you've been doing.
1: <laughs>
0: How old were you when you when you started doing
1: that? Um, I started doing that when I was eight years old.
0: And you were playing music even so, sooner, right, or singing sooner?
1: Yeah, I started singing at probably around the age of four or something like that. Um, and then I got my first professional acting gig when I was eight years old. Where was that? It was actually at the Black Rep. Okay. Um, I. I played in a show titled Joe Turner's Come and Gone by August Wilson.
0: Sure. Well, let's. Uh, the Black Rep is, uh, is run by Mr. Ron Himes. And for folks who might not be familiar, you know, that's a big name in theater, particularly in St. Louis. He founded the Black Rep here in 1976 as one of the first regional theaters that was fully dedicated to you know, black voices in theater. How, uh, Trey, how did you come into his orbit?
1: To be honest, it probably was a summer camp. Um, they host a summer camp for students in the summer. Um, and I think I just kind of wanted to see what it was like. Um, I think I don't I had never been introduced to theater in, in any other way. Um, so, yeah, I went to this summer camp. I think I got his attention and we started to build a relationship. Um, and yeah. I and mean, then he called me later on and asked me to come audition. <laughs> so that's kind of how that happened. And he'd end up turning into like a great mentor.
0: Ah, uh-huh. well, what, what have you learned from him over the years?
1: Um, I've learned about just telling stories that are often untold by making sure that our culture and Black voices are preserved. I mean, also, just the business aspects. Um, Actually, the joke is I used to be called mini-me because before he actually had kids, <laughs> I was considered <laughs> one of his kids. Um, So I got a chance to just actually just be immersed in different artists and what that means to own a company. Um, And yeah, and just present work that is... Specifically for the african-american experience.
0: How much do you think of of your mentorship with with Ron Himes was about? Theater specific stuff like how to how to perform a show or how to deal with the business and and how much of it is about Maybe just you know being an artist being a black artist in America
1: Um I would say all of it is to be honest. Yeah Um, he definitely I'd, my performance skills and my chops, I will definitely give to Ron Himes. Um, he was very stickular <laughs> for the type of quality that he liked. Um Did but you say yeah, stickular? Yeah.
0: Like particular, particular. Okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> about um, what he liked. Um, and in general, just being immersed with all those different artists who came in from out of town um, and just people who I actually saw on TV and looked up to. So it was just really nice to just be um, around other Black artists and like what that meant, how we created. Um, yeah, and just the, I, I didn't even think as a child I understood the importance of it um, until I got older.
0: Mm. And a, a few moments ago, you you talked about not necessarily seeing yourself reflected back in terms of queer artists in, in the, the world of music where you work. Um, could you would you tell me a bit about that? Is
1: the uh, St. Louis yeah. support its its queer performance of color, for instance? Um, I would hate to say it, but I don't think so. Um, I really haven't seen. Of course, we. Um, support our Black artists. I would not make that statement and say that we don't. I definitely have seen representation of what that looks like and what is possible in that realm. Um, But in terms of being queer, I just personally haven't seen that many artists that align themselves with both of those identities. Um, So I just felt like it was an underrepresented community um, and I was in that community. So uh, yeah, I just kind of felt like it had to begin at some point, um, because what about those little other kids who see themselves in me? Um, and, you know, I was able to see myself in other people, so I just felt like I needed to do the same thing for the next generation, basically.
0: Mm. And the the new EP, As I Am, came out late late June. It's been out for several Correct. weeks at this point. Um, do, you, do you feel like you've made a little more of a sort of statement that represents who you are in total, That's that's out there now for people to hear?
1: I really do. I'm really proud of the project. Um, It's personal. It's dear to my heart. I believe that a lot of people have gravitated towards it, um, have told me how much it actually meant to them. So, in general, that's what I make music for. You know, music is just, in general, a human connector. So, even if I don't know you, if I could find some connectivity to you and we can relate through the music, I think that's how we build those relationships with different people.
0: Yeah. Well, in addition to your EP coming out, there was a lot of stuff going on last month, which was, which was Pride Month, and yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the events we'd usually see were canceled or postponed because of the coronavirus, but social justice actions very much were still happening, and yeah. amid all that and the pandemic, you saw an opening for a new kind of event, so tell me, yeah. about, tell me about
1: WorkFest. WorkFest is a digital festival that was created to basically just celebrate Black queer art and the community. Um, And basically, we paired the power of music and entertainment, and I wanted to amplify organizations and voices basically in the community that I feel like have made an impact of some sort. Um, Like I said, June was an interesting month because not only was it Pride Month and I was dealing with those emotions and what it meant to fight for that equality. Also, we saw the uprising in the social justice movement. So I was like, wow, what a time that during a pandemic, both of my identities kind of like intersect and they're both on an uprise. Um, So I thought, why not make our community present in people's faces and also since we didn't get a chance to do anything for Pride I definitely saw that void that needed to be filled so it was really cool had a lot of great St. Louis artists involved um, and it turned out really 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 nice and we were able to give some donations to two organizations here who all was a, a part of that festival um Paige Alyssa Bates um, new artist called Galladay, DJ Hood Bunny. I have Carisi, who actually lives in L.A., but he's he was actually born and raised in St. Louis. Um, we actually had drag queens. We had literally everything that you could possibly think of a part of Workfest, and everybody definitely gave their best.
0: And that was a, a live event, right? So if folks didn't catch it, is there any way to still, to still see it or hear it?
1: Yes, actually, we are still taking donations and we are going to be doing a rerun of the festival this Friday on our website.
0: There you go. Um, and, so, and we should also mention, would you want to give us the
1: spelling of this event? Yes, it is W-E-R-Q-Fest. So work with a Q-Fest and it's just workfest.com. Very good. You can find out more information and tune in on Friday.
0: Well, Trey, we have just about enough time to squeeze in another another taste from the new record. Um, this is a song called Take Off. Let's let's give this an ear.
2: Tell me how to chart where you started You say we've come too far, cause now the stars we are. What a new feeling. Let me tell you how. Now there is no doubt. Turn around for the revealing. Look at what we found. A spaceship on the ground, time abounds
0: there we go so i I understand you you grew up learning music in 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 the black church is is some of that church still in your sound
1: <laughs> yes I don't think that it would ever leave <laughs> um so yeah, a lot of my backgrounds are based in um, church and how they're built and how I record them so definitely still an influence
0: and I, I hear maybe a whisper in, in the in the piano backing in this in this track here <laughs> What have you been listening to lately? What 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 is out there that is exciting to you that is in this in this world that we're talking
1: about here? Um I like a new artist titled Vincent. He actually I actually learned about him on the show the F- the the Four and he has definitely become a nice representation of black queerness. Um so I'm definitely into him. I'm into an artist named Bronze Avery. I'm listening to Jesse Ware. I'm listening to a lot of local artists right now. Um, a lot of people are putting out great music during this time, and in general, we're already kind of sad. So I want to dance and have a good time. So I'm definitely listening to a lot of pop music.
0: A lot, a lot of pop music. Yeah. And in our, as we as we come to the to the close tray, um, with the the heightened awareness that is going on right now, do you, black queer artists in St. Louis? Are you feeling like you're getting more more of a foothold and being able to be just be out there more?
1: I do. I do. I feel like um slowly but surely we are definitely making our way. Uh, I just ask that everybody give us their continued support.
0: Yeah. Trey G, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really been a pleasure. And we'll hear Thank so, you so yeah, much. For yeah. We'll hear a little more from your stuff underneath my voice as I sign off here. But tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll talk with St. Louis Dispatch baseball writer Derek Gould. The Cardinals open their season at home Friday. You can catch up with podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air at stlpublicradio.org. Subscribe to the podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremy Goodwin.